What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Two Elves Off the Shelf with Anthony and Brian. Um, we are technically on episode six here, but we're kind of doing like a, an emergency podcast, I'm calling it. It's a part two off of our first episode, but we also had some um, relevations here in the last few days. So I wanted to like jump on this and you were like, yeah, we need to get on a podcast and talk right now. Like this can't wait. <laughs> um, I think that we have to remember that like, this is like a seasonal podcast. So, you know, we're, we're pumping these things out and we want, we want to get out as much information as we can, you know, out there to the audience. So um I'm glad we're doing this tonight. We have to do this. So, first off, what's going on? How are you, dude? I am. I'm doing well. Been. Uh, I, I felt like I, I last weekend. I thought I was finished the lights outside, and then I just came up with a few more ideas. Now I think I'm done lights. I'm next weekend. I wonder what else I'm going to do. Um, That's how it's go. It like you like capitalize every week on what you did the week before, and you just find new ideas and things you want to change, right? <laughs> a little bit. Um, I went to the, uh, the Percocy tree lighting last night and it was like a madhouse. You, it, it was Percocy, but you, you could have told me it was Times Square. There were really? thousands of people. I mean, wow. it was mobs. thousands, thousands. That's a lot of people. I mean, there was, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking like it was, there was like all these different city blocks, like blocked off and it was packed on all like you couldn't walk anywhere it felt like i was in times square um so, so it gave you like a good holiday feeling now right oh, it made me it made i never i didn't realize like tree lightings were like that uh I mean, maybe that was like a tree lighting on steroids and like everyone else's is, is not really that big but <laughs> moving forward next year in episode one i'm going to put out the dates and you know times of all the tree lightings for the year and i'm going to start going and if I'm still single at the time, I'm gonna start bringing a different girl to a different tree lighting each time, and then you know eventually fall in love, and then <laughs> it's gonna turn into a Hallmark Christmas movie because I feel like that's a plot of a movie that should be out there right by now. That's actually incredible. It'll, the title will be like um, the many dates. No, no, think of a good title. No. I don't know, but that's a, That's quite an idea. I mean, where are you gonna like? So like, what's it like? You gonna go on like an online dating and just like find them out and be like, hey, like, you want to come to this tree lighting with me? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I just put it. I would just put it in my bio, like, looking for a date for the tree lighting. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Just you know, throw it out there, and then like in the first message to be like, hey, do you want to? You know, you want to go to the tree lighting? You know, this Friday, whatever. Your your bio is gonna be like love my dogs love wrestling um love to work out come to a tree lighting with me <laughs> but you know like, like some people have it in their dating profiles like uh um like looking for a plus one for a, a wedding coming up yeah like people I, don't know, I say you know that but you don't know that like that's what i'll see sometimes um and no i I got some good experience on on the dating, the online dating. I got some in before me and Chrissy got together. I always tell her all the time, like, dude, I miss online dating. Like, I had so much fun. I loved going out on, like, dates and just, like, going to dinner and stuff. You meet new people, and it was great. It's funny because I feel like a lot of, like, some of the girls that I met on online dating, I, like, you know, like, still see them on social media and stuff. And 
you know, it's not weird or anything. Me and my wife have a lot of trust in each other. So, you know, you, but, there's, you could have, there's the best of both worlds there. There's what they call a Bumble BFF, where you could go on there and just meet dudes and take dudes and like go out to dinner with dudes. Hold up, seriously? Yeah. I wow. So they didn't that when I was there. It's a little too, uh, it seems a little too weird for, for, uh, for me, but that's, maybe that's amazing. What well, it's kind of like that movie, um, I love you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like looking for like groomsmen for his wedding. That's a great, that's uh, a great movie. That's like one of my, that's in my top five overall favorite movies. Is it really? Yeah. I've, I've probably seen that a thousand yeah. times. It's good. It'll probably be the but first movie of- I watch after Christmas. <laughs> that's actually a quick a question for you. Do you do you go cold turkey on Christmas movies once Christmas is over, like December twenty sixth? Are you done? Oh yeah, cold turkey done. Yeah, I, I can't even sniff Christmas after. I mean, I, I pretty actually the the first movie after Christmas will probably be New Year's Eve. I'll probably watch that a few times, get a lot hyped up for for New Year's Eve. But okay, nice. Yeah, I never. Um, I don't know. I guess yeah. I think I think it depends. Like. I think I remember telling you last year, I found out about the Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell, which is a fantastic Christmas movie. So it's like not old at all. It's within the last five years. I mean, there's two of them now. And um, I watched that December 26th last year because my kids were watching it. And I'm like, what's this? And they're like, it's Christmas Chronicles. I'm like, never saw it. Let's watch it. And I was like, damn, man, Christmas is over now. I just found this movie I loved, you know? I mean, it's, it's December 5th. And we were actually thinking about it today when we were driving to church today. Um, I watched The Grinch three times, Home Alone four, Home Alone two twice, uh, Christmas Vacation four times already. Now, I've missed some scenes along the way of those, you know what I mean? Like I put it on like a little into the movie yeah, or like- the background noise or something else you're doing. But yeah, but dude, I just, yeah, I can't get enough. Can't. I can't keep track. I mean, I've today alone. I mean, I wasn't actively watching it, but today alone, I've had Miracle on 34th Street, Christmas Vacation, and Elf, and Christmas Story on. I have four Christmas movies today, but I didn't really like watch them, watch them. But you can always hear yeah. what's going on. But um, let's get into this. So I, I got. Let me get, let me get let me take a. It's going to be a little bit of a take. So I realized like three or four days ago, I was watching Santa Claus, which was, you know, in my, in my top five, number three, I was watching it and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of just over this movie now. It's just, it started to get it like annoying to me. And I'm taking it out of my top five. You're dropping the Santa Claus out of your top five. Yeah. Do I have like an alert and a horn or something? I can like an emergency alert system. I can (laughs) Because this is this is like this is beyond breaking news. So this is why you wanted to do this tonight was to make this announcement. <laughs> I couldn't hold it in any longer, dude. This is going to get deep tonight. I'm letting you all know that are listening right now. This is about to get deep because I'm already about. I have to call Brian out on a few things. One, two. He just threw this curveball at us, and I say us because we're all together. It's <laughs> me, the listeners, and then the, it's versus you on this this is crazy yeah it just 
I don't know. There's like, there's not really like a pivotal scene that I really like that makes me feel like super sentimental in, in it. Um, although I did quote it last night and it was really funny when, um, at the tree lighting, I said a weenie whistle. Um, oh yeah. yeah. That, made me, uh, that made me laugh I think you texted me. A, a few times a day about it, but, um, I don't know, like Tim Allen, like in the, the first, like, you know, before he goes to the North pole, he's like super anti-Christmas. And like, that was just like annoying me. And then, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to put my finger on exactly what it is. Okay. Well, good. So here's the deal. I want you to remedy these off because I can already like rebuke what you just said. So you said that he's so um, Tim Allen, who plays the role of Charlie's dad, um, Scott Calvin. You said that he's anti-Christmas, and he's not. He's actually he's like like a he's like such a bad dad too. You see, you say that, but he's just, he's one of those typical dads who's like a single dad or divorced who has a kid that like doesn't get much play with his son because like his mom, who obviously has some kind of like custody and stuff, like created this new family. And he like, I don't, he works a lot. But anyway, uh, uh, beside all that, he's not, he's the one trying to get like Charlie's mom and stepdad like. To be like, dude, you're like crushing this kid's creativity right now. Like, you can't do this. Like, we need to let him know that like Santa Claus is still exists, you know. And I, I, so I don't, I don't see like the anti-Christmas part. Well, in the first, let's say the first twenty minutes of the movie, you know, until the next, you know, until he's at the North Pole, you know, that, you know, let's say the first twenty-five to thirty minutes into it, um, like just like the. The scene where um, he's reading um, right before Christmas and like doesn't know half the stuff, and like Charlie keeps like <laughs> you know kind of correcting him on things. And I'm like, come on, Scott, come on. Or like when he's driving home from uh, um, the party and he's like super late to like see his son, and like that's like that's Christmas Eve, and it's, and it's been Christmas with him, and so he's literally going to get home late from there, and then his son's going to spend like. 12 hours there and then get picked up in the morning and it's like you're, you didn't make christmas special for your son at all i don't know yeah that's that what first, I, that so first I think that's like and that, that's just that's like one aspect of it um yeah i just see him as like this big wig guy in his toy company that you know he's got a lot going on and you know he does he has like the short end of the stick with his son um but the thing is, is, like, through the movie, like, he's the one that got Charlie. Like, imagine what, like, a, of a shock it would be for you to become the new Santa Claus. Like, that, like, think about how much that would take it on. Like, when I take on, like, when I took on the new role as, as being a dad, I'm like, dude, this is nuts. Like, my life is turned upside down. Now you just became Chris Kringle. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. Like, you are now Chris Kringle. So he's probably, like, trying to find, like, every way not out of it but like every angle to this like you know like when he's saying to bernard like what if i choose not to believe you know what i mean like he didn't want to believe because he was like dude like this isn't real like i'm in a dream you know what i'm saying so i i guess i need more more information more reasons about why this felt falls out of your top five because i don't think that's warranted i'm gonna 
we'll we'll have to, we'll, we'll have to sidebar this one maybe till the next episode. Um, we'll, <laughs> we'll, right. we'll react. I'll watch it one more time. I'll take some notes um, <laughs> on some things and uh, and get back to you. So let's hear let's hear your uh, your six through ten. Or do you have any do you have any takes before we go into that? Do I have any tape? Okay, so well, I wanted. To, I guess we'll stick with the movies. We'll stick with the movies. Um, but you know, when we put that episode out, that first episode, um, we got a lot. We got a lot of good views. Uh, a lot of people watched. We had, and the great part about this was that it became interactive because we knew all of our listeners type deal. You know, like we knew who was listening because you know we 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 advertise this to the people that we know on social media and stuff. Um, so we kind of know who was listening to this. We know whose ears are on it. And they were able to kind of get back to me for myself, for myself, at least to be like, Hey, you forgot about this. You forgot about that. Like when in the first episode, when I was trying to rattle off movies, I missed so many movies that people were texting me. Like, how did you forget this movie? Blah, blah, blah. People were messaging me like 10 movies. And like, how did you say these? Are you kidding me? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I get it. Like when you're on the spot, like it's tough. <laughs> that feels like a lifetime ago <laughs> and i was like all right name off all the christmas movies like, i bet you can't name, i forget what i said i bet you can't name off like 20 or 25 and you were like i'll name off 100 or 50 or something like that and you got like 16 in and i'm like where are you at and you're like shit <laughs> so so um there's there's five movies that i want to put in my six through ten that i completely forgot about um completely my fault um, but the fact that I didn't even name these movies and they are my six through 10, like the thing, when I think about it, I'm like, dude, these make my top 10. Um, so number six, I, I think that I, I actually don't think that I mentioned this when I was naming the song though, but my number six, and this, this movie could be in my top five. My number six is a Christmas Carol, the Disney one with like the animated, like Jim Carrey one. Um, that's my number six. Okay. I'm going through six through 10 here. So, uh, a Christmas Carol, I've watched that already a, a bunch of times. I love it. Um, just the whole story of Ebenezer Scrooge and me is awesome. I love the entire concept about the three Christmas ghosts coming and visiting him. Uh, it's just such a great movie, uh, up and down, but that's my favorite version. The, uh, the George Scott version of, from like 1970s. That's a close second. Um, Scrooged with Bill Murray gets a lot of love from people, and I don't know why because I can't stand that movie. That movie's more like a, a Halloween movie to me, honestly. Like feel, I should say, like it feels more of a Halloween or Halloween feel. Um, so spookiness. What's that? Because like the spookiness of it. There's yeah, it's just spooky. Like it's very odd and spooky. Um, I don't know. But so Christmas Carol, I love it. I also think that I'm supposed, I was supposed to live in the 19, like the 1700s though, by the way. Um, I love that time. Like, so that whole setting in that movie, man, it's just crazy to me. It's cool. So that's my number six. My number seven, um, didn't say this one, which blows my mind as well. Here's another one. I probably watched two or three times already this season so far. Uh, Jingle All the Way. Didn't mention it. We talk about it all the time and Dude. neither of us brought it up. Dude. No, we did actually. Actually, I, I I thought about it when you were when you were saying it, but I didn't want to, you know, give you give you one of the movies. That's actually gonna be one of my another one of my hot takes. It, I knew it kind of stunk, 
But yeah, my brother-in-law called me uh, like a week or two ago, and he was like, "He's like, dude, I'm watching Jingle all the way, and this is just like silly." And it is. Oh, yeah. and it's like, I mean, it's like funny in the sense of like, I don't know. It's like comical. I feel like it's like comical how bad the acting is. Yeah. Like the plot is like, it's a good plot. That's a, it's a good storyline, but like the neighbor is so cringeworthy. It's like, what? Like, Arnold's a better actor than he portrayed in it. Like, Arnold's a good actor, and he was a really bad actor in the movie. In my oh, opinion. I agree. It's 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 tough, like, the acting-wise, but it's still just such a, again, good concept, good storyline. You know what I mean? Like, typical, like, dad who forgets the gift that has to go out and find it in time. But, there's dude, there's a lot of funny parts in that movie. Uh, it's fantastic. So, that's my number seven. Um... What I never understood when Jingle All the Way is, you know, when he show, he shows up late to uh, um, to the karate uh, the karate like rehearsal thing, and like the gym's obviously empty. There's nobody in the parking lot, yeah. but he feels the need to get out of his car, run in there just in case it maybe still be <laughs> going on. Yeah, everybody left, but my kid's definitely going to still be on the on the stage doing his thing. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah um so my number eight um probably about 10 10 years old this movie i think it is uh four christmases with um vince vaughn and reese Witherspoon. love that movie uh the concept of the movie is this two people are dating and they've been dating for a while now and they have to go spend four christmases um both of their parents are divorced and they have to go to each person's family. So like they go to his mom's family, they go to then his dad's family, then they have to go to her mom's family and her dad's family. So, um, and it's like just about getting through the holidays them too. And like, they kind of like learn about each other through the way. But another one that's like a hilarious movie, like there's such funny parts. Um, the first just the entire- that, were you like super confused at the opening scene? Like, I just remember being like, wait, what? Wait, what is going on here? I, the only reason I wasn't is because I saw the previews, so I like knew like those two were like a couple. So I'm like, oh, like they're doing like a foreshadowing of like when they first met. You know what I mean? Like that was like the way I took it. It's like, all right, they're just showing when they the first night that they met them. You know what I mean? And then it like turned into like, oh no, like this is their thing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, good movie, dude. The entire scene when he goes to his dad's house, um. I forget the guy's name. His dad. He's he's a famous actor. I, I can't remember his name, but they go to his house, and his brother is um his two brothers. One of them is John Farvo, 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 and they're like doing like like they're like wrestling him and shit. Like, dude, I lose my mind because I'm cracking up the entire time during that. It's hilarious. So that falls into my number eight. Um, John Voight was his dad. John Voight. No, not John Voight. No. Uh uh-uh. it wasn't John Boy. Oh, I'm positive. Yeah. Okay. What the hell is his name? Now I gotta figure this out. He's the dad in uh kicking and screaming, too. He's Will Farrell's dad. Um John Favre. I gotta figure this out, man. Hold on. Where is he at? Come on. I don't know. We're doing this. John Voice, the dad of her. 
why aren't they showing him in like the like he had a bigger part they're not even showing him in the cast this is weird robert duvall robert duvall that's his name anyway people are like all right dude we get it move on sorry it's great radio yeah. So what is All right, your, number nine. Run me through your top five again. Let me run me through your top five. I forget what, what they were exactly. Yeah, I got you. So, so um, top five. Five, Polar Express. Four, Home Alone. Three, The Santa Claus. Two, Christmas Vacation. One, A Christmas Story. Okay. Now, what is your nine? So my number nine is Christmas Chronicles. Um, if you have not seen it, I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. At least it was before. Um, again. One and two are on Netflix. Okay, cool. So get on there, check it out. It's amazing. Um, Kurt Russell does such a good job as 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 uh, Santa Claus. So it's good. Um, number nine. So that was my nine. Was that my nine? Yeah, that was my nine. So my number ten. Yeah, Christmas Carol. Then you got was number six. Number seven was. Dude, this is bad. This isn't good. You don't have it written down in front of you? Seven. Six, six was Christmas Carol. Seven was Jingle All the Way. Eight was Four Christmases. Nine was Christmas Chronicles. My number 10, Surviving Christmas. We talked about this on the last episode. Um, movie with Ben Affleck, Christina Applegate, James Gandolfini, Catherine O'Hara. Um, it is a movie about this guy. He's a very wealthy dude, um, has no close relationships. He's like dating this girl that like wants to get engaged really bad, blah, 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 blah. Um, so he like starts getting like nostalgic about Christmas time when it comes around. Um, so he like thinks about his childhood home. So through the whole movie, I I, I don't want to give it away if you've never seen it, but he essentially rents a family through Christmas and they have to like do everything that he did as a kid and they like he like pays this family like a hundred thousand dollars to do it so but you know like there's always twists and turns in it so great movie ben affleck's awesome in it james gandolfini's great in it awesome movie surviving christmas go check it out i need to check um, it out that's uh that's on my homework this week for for sure i'm watching that yeah um so kind of crazy my six through ten none of them are in your top ten really so this is going to be interesting yeah. this is what i like and I don't know how one, I mean, I, I don't know how two of these aren't in your top 10. Um, they're just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of calling shenanigans. Okay. Uh, and you're probably, can I, can I guess one of them? No, no, because I, that, that, this is, this is, this is my, uh, this is my list. So you don't, you don't get, you don't, <laughs> you don't get airtime during my list. <laughs> All right, and hold on. I want to put it. I want to put a little like disclaimer on this. I wanted to put the claymation shows in this list, but they're not movies, in my opinion. Like Santa Claus is coming to town, The Year Without a Santa Claus, Rudolph, Frosty. Those are hour-long claymation shows on TV. So if you're sitting here saying like, "Wow, you don't have any of those in them," like the really old-school claymation ones, you know, um, I love those. They're fan. We watched uh, Year Without a Santa Claus last night um we watched santa claus is coming to town and they're like really old school if you like if you have like a nostalgic feeling about christmas you might love them 
people probably are like, dude, why are you watching that? I love them, but they're not going to fall on my movie list, just an FYI. So. so my number six, I think all the listeners are probably wondering how we haven't heard about this yet, how it's not your top 10. Now, I want to know specific reasons, just like you you said, like, hey, like, why, you know, why is Santa, you know, Santa Claus, you know, coming out? Why, why is it not? Number six, Elf. Yeah. That was gonna be the movie I was gonna guess. Yeah. I knew it. I, I knew it because it's like the big. It's like one. It's like the mainstream movie. Uh, you know, if there's like five mainstream movies, it, Elf is one of them. Um, so yeah. that's why I was like, I'm not letting you say this because I know you're gonna say Elf. So <laughs> why is Elf not in your top ten? So, um, Elf was good. Um, it it was funny. It, it's a good, great Christmas movie, but. I watch it once during the Christmas season, season, and I don't need to see it again. See, I there's so many different funny parts. Like it never slows down. Like that's what. Like there's some movies that I like that I'll just watch certain parts to it because they're just so sentimental and awesome in some areas, and then but super slow in others. I feel like Elf is one of those is one of those movies that like. It doesn't get like super, super sentimental at the end. Like there's not like this like huge sentimental thing. Um, yeah. But it's not, it doesn't slow down and it's got funny parts like all throughout. And I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know what it is. I think it's just maybe the way Will Ferrell is in the movie. Like I think it's funny, but like I think that like it just played itself out for me. Um, if you would have asked me this question 10 years ago about my top 10, it would have probably been in the top five but it slowly fell out. Like the more I like, you know, kept watching the other ones in mind that just, I fell in love with. So don't hate me. I know people are literally shaking their head. Like, dude, are you kidding me? But it's just how I feel. Elf is a great movie. It's a good. And as I said, in the first thing, like the top 25 Christmas movies, I love them all. Like I can interchange a lot of them, but it just didn't fall in my top 10 for me. I can, I guess I can say I can respect that, even though I don't. Um, <laughs> I can respect it, even though I don't. Number seven, Home Alone 2. Yeah, right. Home Alone 2, okay, yep. And honestly, Home Alone 2 couldn't even be in my top five because it's, you know, I, I didn't watch it as much last year. I mean, I probably watched Home Alone 25 times. Um, mm-hmm. Literally, I probably watched it. I probably had it on in the background every single day at some point last year you know working from home you know there's movies you know playing all every, you know each day so actually now that i think about it i probably played it more than 25 times but um home alone 2 i didn't play as much and i've watched that a few more times this year i you know i've still watched home alone just as much but i've watched home alone 2 um probably five times already and like marv's one-liners you know are they just they duplicated so well, like so many different aspects of one and two and like made them like the equivalent and without losing any of the luster. And yeah. um, I mean, even like the weird, the weird old guy in the first one, like, how are you going to up that? You got the weird bird lady in the second one, like who's just, that's just out there. Um, <laughs> remember the clip I sent you yesterday or two days ago? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. What did he say exactly? She's like, she's like, she's explaining why she's not uh, the bird lady. Explaining why she's not like 
you know, basically why she's in the woods and why she, you know, she fell out of love. Yeah, like how she was married or fell in love before and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then she's like, yeah, I just, you know, I just lost all motivation. And he's like, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he, hold up. The best part is how he compared her life, like not going back out there and taking risks to like a pair of his roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> Which is completely accurate. Like that's exactly what a kid. Um, it was a great analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be honest, I, I, I did this six through 10 right off, right off my hip right here. Um, I missed on Home Alone 2. I mean, Home Alone 2, if I can go back and redo this, which I can't because it's finalized now, I would bump it into my six through 10. I would. Do you want me to play that little clip of the movie so the listeners know what we're talking about? If they want, yeah, go ahead. Take a dance, play it. Who cares, man? Like I said, we don't have a plane here. So if you want to play a clip, play it, baby. Yeah. The chance to be loved came along again. I ran away from it. No offense. That seems like sort of a dumb thing to do. <laughs> no offense, but that seems like sort of a dumb thing to do. <laughs> you ran away from your family and you're homeless. And that's a dumb thing to do. <laughs> that's great. Oh, it is such a kid. It's a kid comment. You know, it's like, oh, that's great. So um, number eight, um, this is, I'm probably going to get some flack from people for this. I'm going with the family man, Nicolas Cage. People don't even think about it as a Christmas movie. Um, I mean, they do, but like, not really. Uh, but I just love, it's such a feel-good movie. Um, I just, it, it's slow. It's very slow at, at certain points. And that's where, that's why it's definitely not my top five. But man, the ending, so good. It's one yes, of those I wish there was a part two. If you search Christmas movies, The Family Man comes up. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that for sure. So does Rocky um, too. <laughs> it does not. Rocky 2 nor Die Hard come up as Christmas movies, by the way. <laughs> At least not in my Google world. Um, number nine, I'm going with The Holiday. I, uh, Man. I gave it some crap. Um, really just the um the jack black casting but i can get over that little factor of it um because it's just you know it, it's 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 funny it's got a good story it's different i honestly i don't know what it is because I, when i pick apart little scenes in it i don't like it very much but i always find myself being like oh let's, let's watch the holiday <laughs> holiday's a good one man i gotta give you that one i like it it's good. Uh, number ten. I think most of the most of the women will agree with you on that too. They're, the yeah, holidays. Women, and, women love the holiday. Big time. Yeah. Um, and number ten, one we haven't really talked about at all. Um, where when I was like reaching for number ten, I was like, you know what? Like this is like six through nine got like uh, pretty easy, and then number ten, I'm going through like you know the sixty four best Christmas movie. Looking through, like okay. What am I forgetting? Which one? You know, wait. I'm going with Christmas with the Cranks. Wow. True. More of a like you know a modern one. I, I consider that. I don't. Yeah. When it was made. When was it like? Two thousand five, six, seven. Yeah, I would say probably around like the late two thousand ten or like the two early two thousands, like the late, you know, first second half of the two thousand the two thousand ten era. 
can probably find out for you pretty quick. I'm surprised by that though. That, that's I don't know about that movie, man. I don't know. I'm not sold on that. I'm also not a Jamie Lee Curtis fan. I, so I think that she kind of ruins it for me. Um, it's kind of corny. <laughs> Why? Because the, the girls just like coming home and they have to put the party together, or like what the what? What do you mean? Just that, like like how you said, and like jingle, like it has that jingle all the way feeling, like that, like no, no, it doesn't. Big, yeah, dude, it's he hates Christmas. He doesn't want to do it. He wants to go to an island instead. I mean, come on, if you're gonna talk about some, like it's it's funny how both roles are Tim Allen, but in this movie, Tim <laughs> Allen doesn't want to do Christmas. Um, that was made in 2004, by the way. So, yeah, but just Jamie Lee Curtis, man. She, I don't know, there's something about her. Just not a big fan. Dan Aykroyd, he plays a. I I hate that guy that he plays in that movie too. It's like the community. He's like the guy that comes around. Like we have a lady that comes to our house and like leaves like letters of like violations on my property from the township. But like it's my property. Like you can't tell me what I'm doing. And he's like that guy. So he like reminds me of her. And then I just get annoyed. Well, uh, we haven't addressed um, the the light situation on the Christmas tree. Yeah. Are you all right? Yeah, we can. We'll switch right into that, on Brian. Yeah, I want to. I want to get more into movies too, but I kind of want to intermix it, intermingle it a little bit. Uh, so, let me let me. Can I give a little background on how this popped up here? Um, I got I posted a picture. Uh, so this weekend on Saturday, went out and got my Christmas tree. Um, went out and got it at a tree farm. Got cut down. You know, drug it out of the farm and put it in the back of the pickup. Brought it home and decorated it right then and there i don't wait for the tree like i don't wait for like the branches to fall and stuff i just decorate it right away um bold move why uh why i i I don't believe that you actually need the weight like i think if you put the lights and the ornaments in it'll just help it actually for me it holds the ornaments up stronger and then it falls into place where it should i don't i don't think that you need the weight that's just me but i'm also experienced other things too so it makes sense <laughs> yeah i'm i'm very experienced in the real real tree world so i'm not a fake tree guy i think fake trees are brutal um don't hate me i love you i know you got a fake tree no we uh we had this uh actually had this it's weird two things we're going to talk about tonight i had conversations the last two nights so i went to um uh, a wrestle match on Friday night with uh, Ed Termina and Dan Morgan. Shout out, uh, yeah, high school. And thanks uh, for the call, Ed, thanks for the invite, by the way. I really wanted to go to that. <laughs> I, I ended up watching on ESPN Plus. Um, this was like not my, I didn't organize it. Uh, Eddie, Eddie kind of organized all of us going together. Um, but I'm sorry, I should have invited you next time. The uh, it's okay. Well, Dan Morgan starts coming at me about he's like hey you're how are you gonna you're gonna have a christmas podcast and you have a fake tree like how are you gonna say you're gonna and i'm like the tree doesn't define you and this and and this for a couple reasons i'd say you know for one the tree is if you and i'll I'll caveat if you have a if you have a wife and kids and a family and you have a fake tree that changes things because the tree is symbolic of a lot of different things. You know, it's like, you know, you, you go, you pick it out together. 
you have family ornaments, you know, there, yep. there's all the things that go into like traditions with Christmas and getting a tree that like when you're alone, you don't have those things. So like that's, yeah. I'm not saying that's the only factor, but that's like one to weigh like, do I get a real, do I get a fake? So that was like my one, my first, my first point. The second was I got a crazy cat who is going to be like going nuts in a real tree. They're going to be, you know, the dogs are going to try to drink the water all the time. And you know, it's it, the hassle of that needles everywhere. Um, so last year I said, you know, I'm, I, I got a fake tree until, you know, somebody else is, you know, here with me, this could be a Christmas movie too. You know, like, you know, Oh, I have this fake Christmas tree forever. And then the girl comes and then we get the, we get the tree together. That's another, that's another Hallmark movie idea. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm born on the same way. Uh, real trees and fake trees. And the whole family thing, the whole family aspect. I, th- I feel like it's your job as a dad. If you have the means, and I don't mean a generalized statement for everybody. Um, but if you've never grown up that, I completely understand. You know what I mean? Like you're not privy to the fact of going and getting a, tr- a Christmas tree and cutting it down or even getting one, you know, just picking it out. That's already cut. Um, you know, either way is good. I think it's fine. I think, I just think the real tree, if you're a family man, you know, you guys decorate for Christmas. I think it's your best interest to go out and get a, fa- a real tree. I do. Um, even if you even Google, cause Google knows everything. They give you the correct answer every time. It's never wrong. Um, <laughs> Google, is it better to get a real or fake Christmas tree? This is the excerpt that comes up. Christmas tree farms, while temporary, can store a lot of carbon, enough to cut carbon emissions by 30% if they are maintained properly. Fake Christmas trees, the ends indeed justify the means. Real trees are more sustainable, better looking, better smelling, and better for everyone. There's your answer. <laughs> that's it but um you know, so, yeah we went out we cut down the christmas tree we found it um you got to be careful though because we actually picked the first tree that we picked dude i fell in love with it and we go to a family farm like it's actually like a family like their house is on this farm and they have all this land and their backyard is a, a christmas tree farm um it's up in doylestown so so doylestown pennsylvania Great place to go. I don't want to tell anybody the name of it because then you're going to go and steal my trees and I don't want that to happen. Um, so we went this year and there was a, a lot more people this year than there was last year. So people have been finding out about it. And um, I throw my hat on this tree, right? Like I'm calling dibs on it by throwing my my Steelers uh, winter hat on it. So we're like wrapping up with other family and stuff. I come back to the tree and like Chrissy, me and my wife, Chrissy, we're sitting there looking at it. And she sees a little nest on it. And she's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, we can't do this, man. So there's like a little nest. I don't know what it was. It could have been anything. So we had to pick a new tree. But we cut it down, brought it in, dressed it up, put the colored lights on it because I grew up with colored lights on my tree. Never thought anything different. Like I never thought you would put white lights on a tree. So I posted a picture of it on Instagram. And um, a good friend, Opeva, uh, she she messaged me and was like, Hey, um, really? What's up? Why not white lights or something like that? And I'm like, dude, are you kidding me right now? White lights. Why would I put white lights on a Christmas tree? She's like, white lights belong on a Christmas tree. I'm like, no, they don't. Nicole. 
Like, you're not at all. So we got in a debate about it. It was like 10 o'clock Saturday night. So I was like, yo, tomorrow morning, I'm putting a poll up about this. So I did. And I am extremely unhappy with these results. Let's just say that. Wait, so which, I don't see a picture you put up of your tree with the colored lights. Yeah, it's up there. It's now it's not there. It's the past the 24 hour mark. Did you say it? You didn't say it? I don't think I did. I mean, I probably scrolled and saw it, but I can't remember now. Text no, I got you. I'll text send, I'll text you a picture. But looking at the results right now, so I have, you ready for this? Hold on. Where are we at? Here we go. Um, 170 uh, votes on this. And 77% of people say white lights over multicolored lights. Yeah. Dude, blown away. So this is this is why, in my eyes, I, I think I speak for the seventy-seven percent on this. You're bringing the the lights on there are to bring like light light to the street. Like so, you can see the lights on mine right there. The, yeah. Oh, the the color lights. You're gonna get all like you're gonna get all the colors from the ornaments of how you're gonna decorate it, and that's where you're getting your color from, and that's where you can like orient the different colors. And how you want to how you want to have your tree now when you when you're putting your own lights up there and it's all the multi like multi colors then it, it changes things so i don't i, I, mean, I just yours looks i mean it looks bad by any means i think it looks great um i think with white lights though it would look better that's interesting um so but you also have a, a lot of um like light ornaments where I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of people use colored, more colored ornaments. So you you decorated it well for the lights you used. Yeah. Well, so uh, the best way to put this is that um, a buddy, Adam, who uh, he he reached out to me when I posted that. My when I posted the poll, he said both, like put both white and colored lights on your tree. So he sent me a picture of his, and it was awesome. And then he had so much Christmas noise in his picture, meaning like there was just shit everywhere. And I completely agree with what he said. He's like, dude, I want my house to look like Christmas threw up in it. I don't need shit nice and, and pretty and like, you know, all uppity type deal looking all clean and stuff. And I'm like, yo, I, I, I'm kind of with you on that. Like, I want shit just everywhere. You know, like there needs to be some order in some places, but like, I just want my house to like, ceiling to floor of nothing but christmas decor boom poem time <laughs> you're a poet you didn't even know it didn't even know it so ceiling to I, floor christmas decor that's it dude i love that we got to put that on a shirt <laughs> yeah we'll write that right now so nobody better steal that shit at all it's probably let's see i'm gonna google it let's see ceiling so, Christmas decor. What a saying, man. Nothing came up. I know. You didn't get any hits on that. Nothing. Bam, it's ours. Or yours. Copyrighted. No, it's ours. It belongs to two elves, two elves off the show. Um, so I also got a lot of feedback about your number one movie. Miracle on 34th Street, dude. And you got ripped to shreds. 
Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually ready more to defend it now. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I will defend it now. And this is I, when I was defending it in, in episode one, I couldn't really put my okay. finger in because I hadn't really thought through it that much. Cause I hadn't, we were, I mean, this was like November 3rd. I'd watched it one time, you know, and, and kind of passed it later in the year. And now that I've watched it like a handful more times, what I love about it is how real he is as a human and Santa Claus and how much he doesn't force, like he, he could do so many things to make them all believe in him to show him show them his magic, but he won't do it because they have to, they have to believe in him. Like they have to believe without him showing any magic. And it makes it to where like he, he made her wishes come true, like from a human perspective, not as like Santa. So like, I feel like it's truly an adult Christmas movie because it is. Yeah. Because it, it's not trying to, you know, convince little kids that Santa's real. It's trying to convince adults that Santa's real and why Santa is real. Yeah, and I think that's and the problem. My case. Is, well, I think that's the problem. Is like when I like when you talk about Christmas movies, like there needs to be some kind of magic behind the movie, and there's just no magic in it. It seems like it's just like your everyday like 1980s, 1990s boring film that I just, you know, like I just get bored of it. But my guy Gino, man, he was, dude, he texted me today, you know, because I put up a post today, like emergency podcast tonight. I even think you put up like a questionnaire of like, what do you want us to talk about? So he texted me. He's like, what do you want me to talk about? I want you to tell Brian that he's out of control for putting Miracle on 34th Street as his number one movie. And I'm like, dude, listen, it, it, it's his, it's his choice. You know, you can't hate on him for it, but, um, you know, you can I mean, there's a lot of non-believers out there, you know, and I mean, you got to think about the time that like the whole world, like the whole country came together in that time, you know, it was, this was such a pro-America movie too, you know, you got, it's Christmas Eve and all of New York City is out in the streets, you know, defending Santa. It's like, you know, the people versus the government and the government's trying to win and say that this guy's not saying and the people want him to win and the people won. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's just for me, it's just, it's just not. I don't know. I'm on the other side. I just, uh, I can't watch the movie. I can't. Dude, I haven't, I haven't seen that in years because I don't want to watch it. Well, uh, next time I see you, I'm gonna we're gonna watch it. I'm gonna log into my Amazon. <laughs> Actually, they have it. It's on HBO. Um, but I bought it on Amazon Prime. Um, so I was gonna say I, I'll log in on mine and we'll watch it, but it's readily well, available. So I have to watch Christmas Inheritance. So maybe I'll just add that to the list and rewatch it. Maybe have a different. No, we're gonna problem. watch. We're gonna watch Miracle Thirty Fourth Street together. All right. Gonna, yeah, we can do that. As scenes are going, I'm gonna point out. I'm gonna be like, this is why. There's some pivotal scenes. Uh, I'll send you. I'll send you a clip uh, after this of like one pivotal scene where it's like, "Whoa, shit just got real." Okay. I like it. I really like it a lot for that too. Um. um so, no, you go. Sorry. No, I want you to go. Go ahead. I've been so, talking. Uh, Dude, my voice hurts. So my throat hurts really bad from that Steelers game because it was absolutely.
so they out of control. It was did awesome. they end up winning? So they won. Yeah, they, they, they scored in the last team, but the uh, the Iowa Iowa State match came on. I uh, stopped watching it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Steelers scored with two minutes left and got the two point conversion. So they're up by a touchdown, and they just played soft defense. Ravens come down, score a touchdown with twelve seconds left on the clock, and they went for two to win the game, and they didn't get it. Damn. Dude, yeah. You know what I did to because I was because I get very, I'm very I'm too much. Like you can't watch a game with me, especially a game like that, because I'm just too much. Like my wife has to leave. Like, she's just like, I can't take you. Like, you're not even nice to me. You know what I mean? I'm screaming, screaming at the TV. Like, like I'm a coach. And um, I had, right after it, I grabbed David, you know, my six-year-old stepson. I'm like, dude, get your jacket, get in the car. We have to go look at Christmas lights. So we literally drove around the neighborhood for an hour looking at Christmas lights because I I needed to calm myself down. <laughs> I took some pictures of some awesome houses, so I'll send you a picture because they're legit, dude. Do we need to do something about your internet because it's starting to get a little choppy? Yeah, so um, I apologize to anybody about my audio problems and stuff. Um, you know, season one, it's like the pilot. You know, you're getting like, I'm doing fun. my Zoom meetings from. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you, I, I'm doing my Zoom meetings up in my bedroom because there's really nowhere else in my house quiet. I can do it. But um, season two, when we come back, believe me, we're gonna have a much better setup. So if you're annoyed by my choppy audio, sometimes deal with it. I apologize. Look past it. God bless. Merry Christmas. Sorry. <laughs> um. So, you're gonna say you had to say and I interrupted. So um we had we had one listener question thus far, and I should have put this out like hours ago, but I didn't think of it until like you said, Oh, we're having an emergency episode, and I thought I was like, Oh, I should solicit some questions. Um Nicole Pava asked about um man, Nicole's like super engaged in this. Um I didn't realize she reached out to you um before that, but uh um she's you know what about you know because you, you you put the poll up about you know color lights what about decorations for like blow up like blow up decorations in the yard what are your thoughts on that um so it's funny i'm so glad you just asked this because when we were driving around there was houses that had nothing but blow ups it was literally like no lights on the house. It was just like five or six blowups in the yard. For me, it's like overkill. I don't like it. Like, it's just, there's no like, I don't know. Like, I guess I don't know the word. It's just not appealing. Like, I have blow, I have a frosty blow up holding a Christmas tree. He's like on next to a Christmas tree. It's a big one. It's like a 10 foot one. And then I have a Santa blow up in my little like North Pole garden. Um, and that's it. You know, like I, I can't, if I have like, I even think like four blowups are too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it depends on how much you're like, how much other stuff is going on. But like when it's like a house that is just like, I had, I'm prepared for this. Cause I had this exact conversation um, with my cousin as we were walking to the tree lighting last night. And that's why I told Nicole, I was like, that's really funny. You asked that. Cause I was going to bring this up anyway. But when I thought through it, the like, 
when you look at a house and you're gauging whether you like it or not, a part of it, whether it's a part of it is judging like how much work did this person put in to this, to the, to the, the like how much effort was put in to the, uh, to the house, you know, put up the lights, like, were they up on the ladder stringing lights, you know, like that makes a difference. And when you just have a house, that's just like five blow up dolls. It's like, dude, you didn't do anything. You ran some extension cords and plugged them in and like you, and you're trying yeah. to like, you're like super full of Christmas spirit. No, you got to get up on the ladder. You got to risk your life. You got to make, you know, maybe hurt yourself, you know, every few years falling off a ladder, or, you know, doing something. Um, but there, I mean, you can have some blowups, you know, you can have, you know, blowups, you know, and, and then you have, you know, lights out over here. Like maybe it, it fits in with a theme. Um, what I can't yeah. and, and it, which kind of goes away from it because it's, I'm sure it's a lot of work, definitely a lot of money. The houses that have like 50 blowups. Like literally you can't even walk through the yard because it's just blowups. And you're like, yeah, that's too When much. did you think that that was a good idea? Like you just get a new blow up every year and it's like a 70 year old couple now. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, you know, if you're listening right now, not watching on YouTube, um, you couldn't see the picture that Anthony just put up, but man, that's like, yeah. Um, five, six, seven, nine blowups just in this picture right here. This guy's alone. Um, now, so here, I'll show you this picture. Again, if you're looking on YouTube, here's this picture. Now, that house is awesome. Like, that takes work. It's very, like, just tedious work. Like, you put your heart and soul into a house like that. Like, if you just got the blowups out there, you literally took a blowup out of a box, staked it into the ground, ran an extension cord and it blew up and that's it and to me that's not you know what i mean it's like it's like people who like buy box lasagna or they make lasagna right like i want the people who make the lasagna i don't want the people who buy a stouffer's lasagna and heat it up in the oven i want the real lasagna you know what i'm saying yeah so that's where i'm at with that yeah and even if somebody has like Man, and I, this, this is another topic. It's similar to the lights in the Christmas tree. And we're going to differ on this one. Colored lights outside, I don't really like it. Yeah, we're completely different. To me, I don't like white lights at all. I'm not a fan. Some do. Some pull it off and it's okay. You'll some never find me using some except for like... <laughs> Dude... I use it around my bay window and that's it. Like accent lighting is cool, but if you're going full white light, not really a fan of that. Dude, the colored lights, like what you like. The kids love the colored lights. Like if you drive past two houses, they're the same house and the decorations are set up the same way. One of them is multicolored, one of them is white lights, and you have five kids in the car. Five kids in the car are looking at the house that has the multicolored lights. That's a fact. You got to have colored lights in certain, like colored lights and colored things in certain areas. I don't like them, like the colored ones on the house, like bordering the, like the, um, the roof, you know, I, I like, or the icicle lights. I like those to be white. I like color in other areas. We should put a, you should put a poll out. I'll send you an updated picture of 
my house and your house and see what the listeners what the listeners think. I'm good with that. Let's do. I, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Because absolutely. Yeah, I'm kind of frustrated. It's about them. Like roads closed near my house, and so I get like no people. Nobody's nobody's like checking out my lights. So I feel like I have to go over and above my lights this year so that people go out of their way to find my house. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, send me those over. We'll get some episode. I want to do some like this or that, you know? So we're, if you're listening next episode, we're going to have like a lot of this or that type more questions. I'm going to reach out to the audience and see what kind of questions they want. You know, let's give some people more time and get some questions submitted um, to be able to give us, you know, what they want to hear. Um, you know, we've covered a material over the first five episodes. So, um, but listen, we have more, we, you can talk about Christmas all year long. So, uh, we got more stuff coming your way. We do. Well, this has been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Love talking movies. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad we did this emergency podcast, man. People need, people wanted answers. I'm telling and a good amount of people too. Like they wanted answers about this stuff. So we gave it to them. I hope we're going to find out if they got the answer. So. Should we release uh, this episode as episode five and maybe in episode five as episode six? Yeah, why not? Absolutely. And do we the do. movies episode five and then we, right. episode, we call it episode five and the music and it's actually, it comes out later. That way this could just come out like, because people are going to be confused. I feel like they're going to say, wait, they had an emergency episode. And then when we pop the next episode, it's not this one. Well, listen. I say you release them both at the same time because we're getting a lot of good feedback and people are listening to it during work. Um, a couple of people told us that it's really actually helping them get through their work days. So we're doing this for a reason. People are liking it. Release, we're going to release them both at the same time. And this one's going to be titled episode six dash actually episode one part two. That's the name. So <laughs> be on the well, I can't say that now because you can't be on the lookout because we're at the end of the episode. So you already found it. <laughs> <laughs> be on the awesome. Well, this is a lot of fun. Um, we, um, it's December 5th right now. <laughs> so uh, we, uh, should I we're getting there in the morning. What was that? I'm sorry. We never release this in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. Let's put it out there tomorrow for him. Awesome. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Hope you made it this far. Uh, if so, it's a good thing. You're still listening to us. Um, we're 20 days away from Christmas uh, from the time that we, we recorded this. So um, you're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Hopefully you got your shopping done. Let's, let's keep it moving. We're getting there. Have a good one, Anthony. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, Merry Christmas. Take it easy.